This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Bilqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday. We are kick-starting your week with the greatest news that is happening in the tech world. Thankfully, today is not as sunny as the rest of the days for the past month. I gave up it's, on the difference at this point. It's okay, you know, because um, I felt like there was a little bit of a breeze Really? Today. I think maybe your car was working extra hard to keep yeah, you cool. It could be that as well. <laughs> lots and lots is in store on today's show as we discuss Microsoft because they're actually challenging Apple's business model with the brand new Windows 11 operating system. If I'm not mistaken, this is probably going to be the last Windows we see. That's it. You know, after this, Windows is going to retire officially. Yes. Uh, and also we're talking about the 10 fascinating space themed displays at Expo 2020 Dubai. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show, speaking of weird tech, we're going to be talking about a blood test that can find out 50 different types of cancer. It's accurate enough to even be rolled out worldwide. And we're going to tell you exactly how it does that. Yes, and if you're tired of using Instagram on your phone, well, Instagram is testing a desktop posting feature. A lot of social media executives are going to love this one. Yes, indeed. In the world of gadgets, lots is happening as well. And now you don't even need to go to a movie theater to be able to watch movies because there's a pair of smart glasses that are portable movie screens. So you carry the movie wherever you go. I'm super excited for this story. Yes, we got a lot in store for you guys today. So keep Pulse 95 locked because we're going to be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Microsoft is leaving the operating systems world with a bang because Windows 11 has actually been booming lately. A lot of people have been saying that this is Microsoft's way of challenging Apple's well-known operating system with a brand new Windows 11 operating system that has been a major revamp since the 2015 version with new changes that are basically taking Apple by the neck. Yes, now Windows 11, which will actually hit the market by the end of this year, will include a new Windows store that will actually let software developers use their own in-app payment systems and pay no commissions to Microsoft. It will also let users both find and run Android, Android mobile applications on their laptops and PCs. Now, we have to thank technology assistance from both Amazon and Intel for that. Now, before we get into the more of Windows 11, mm-hmm. uh, it has been making headlines a lot. It, and believe it or not, a lot of people are talking about it. Normal people are talking about, I have friends who are talking about Windows 11. (laughs) And it is weird because we don't usually hear about, hey, did you see that new Windows? True. And a lot of people don't really care per se. I don't remember when Windows 10 came out, people were talking about Windows 10. Yeah, it was, I think, back in 2015, but it was like so long ago. Yes. And I do have one comment, right? Yeah. I do believe if Microsoft does want to introduce Windows 11, they should introduce it for free. Mm. Right? Again, when you have an Apple product, they want to challenge Apple. When you have an Apple product, you get all the updates for free. You get the, the update on the OS for free. I actually, I totally forgot about that, yeah. that they charge people. Because in my head, I thought they were just like Apple. With Apple, as a customer of Apple, you get all the new updates for the software, the operating system for free. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels like every time they release a new operating system, it's like you just bought a new phone. Because yes. 
there's no difference between your old phone and the new phone that you're gonna buy apart from the speed when it comes to the battery health when it comes to the ram etc now as we've mentioned windows 11 will be hitting the market by the end of this year it's gonna include a lot of new features like the new windows store but it's also gonna be standing in contrast to apple's walled garden approach mm -hmm. where the iphone maker only lets users download software from the app store and it tries to impose a lot of controls on software developers we've seen one example with this year facebook instagram twitter you name it they were all struggling to fit into apple's guidelines their new privacy guidelines and also with apple there's always uh, whenever there's an in-app payment there's a payment of a commission of up to 30 percent to mm -hmm. apple itself so the changes actually amount to a clash of visions between Microsoft and other companies such as Apple who also want to basically charge these developers for some money so that they can make the most out of the operating system. At the end of the day, they want to gain some money as well. Yes, now fun fact, Apple is the only other US listed company to hit a $2 trillion in value and it does also challenge uh, Google and the Google Play Store which also does charge developers commission. Mm -hmm. Now, we're looking at how Windows 11 will include many features which is aimed at these type of users and such as the ability to be more seamlessly to unlock undock a computer connected to an external monitor to take a call in a quieter room and then actually returning to the docking station afterward now the company also did say it will integrate its team's chat software directly into nice. that operating system a move that actually could cause conflict with slack technologies which is microsoft's top rival in the workplace chat sector now we do know that apple uh, that microsoft has a lot of room to play around with right yeah mostly all programs are designed for windows computers the the thing is with apple not a lot of softwares are designed for apple mm. for for apple computers but with microsoft there's a lot of room to play around and we got to know I'm 100% correct. I'm sure uh, that, that a lot of people use my, uh, app books, Apple books, Apple MacBooks. But we have to look at the majority. The majority use Windows. Exactly. 75% of the world, if not more, uses Windows. And especially when it comes to certain professions like coders, programmers, those actually have two two laptops. One that is Windows uh, with a Windows operating system, another that runs on Apple. And simply because a lot of the programming languages don't run as smoothly on MacBook computers. So that's, again, yeah, another perk for Windows over Apple. Looking at it, this new Windows update is also going to be a favorite for many gamers because mm. xbox app and other uh, gaming programs do run a lot better on windows versus apple as well mm -hmm. now the biggest shift appears to be a micro the microsoft's pitch to developers and content creators who want to make the most out of the 1.3 billion windows users out there because they're actually going to be basically making the commission little to none for windows and making them gain all the money they're also going to be including new tools for tipping content creators as well as local news outlets i feel like that's yet another move that they're following from facebook and instagram mm -hmm. but time will tell the company have, has also recently cut commissions on games that are sold through the windows store to 12 percent rather than 15 percent which again will mean this is going to encourage a lot of app developers to basically create more softwares and applications and games 
for Windows versus Apple. We want to hear from you. Are you one of those 1.3 billion Windows users or are you, just like Hany and I, loyal Apple operating system users? Now, I'm I'm actually uh, really inclined to see how this works out mm-hmm. because, again, when uh, Windows 8 came out, a lot of people were not happy with Windows 8. True. Windows 7 and Windows XP were the best mm. operating systems coming out of uh, Microsoft. Windows Vista didn't get a lot of uh, attention. A lot of people used it. Man, it's like you're going back in, me- in memory lane. Yeah. You're, you're saying all those operating systems. I'm like, man, that was back in school, middle school, w- high school. Windows Vista was horrible, <laughs> right? And it then was. they redeemed themselves with Windows 7. Windows 7 was one of the best, my favorite. Mm. Windows 8 also flopped. Windows 10, they've redeemed themselves. So it seems like Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. And now Windows 10 was good. So let's see what Windows 11 has. Is it going to go on that usual good, bad, good, bad? Or are we going to see good, good? I guess only time will tell. Coming up on today's show, we're going to be basically traveling to outer space, but staying right here in the UAE because the UAE is bringing space to us. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about 10 fascinating space-themed displays that will be present at Expo 2020 in Dubai. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, the talk, the talk, the clock is ticking. <laughs> and we do know the long-awaited Expo 2020 Dubai is almost here, inshallah. So far, everything is going great. Um, we're looking that we're going on time, on schedule. Yes, we couldn't do it last year, but inshallah this year, it will be even better. You know the saying, Kul I, was, you're, you're, I was just about to say, believe it or not, Omnia. Kul so every delay, there's there's some there's good something in every, good out of it, in every know? delay. There, there's a reason for it, you know? Yeah. But we're going to be talking about today 10 fascinating space-themed displays that will be at Expo 2020 Dubai. Now, in the past, World Expos did serve as a platform for countries to display their achievements in space, and Expo 2020 will be no different. Now, we do know we don't have one achievement. We have many achievements in space coming right out of the UAE. Now, several pavilions, including the US, Italy, and Russia, do have space-themed shows, and the Mobility Pavilion will celebrate the UAE's achievement in space with a Mars corridor that will show the nation's journey to the red planet. Yes, indeed. And just like you mentioned, Tani, the UAE has so many achievements when it comes to space exploration that I don't even know where or where to start. Whether it was sending the first Emirati astronaut to the International Space Station, launching several satellites to outer space, looking at our journey to the red planet. They're all amazing achievements that are going to be highlighted at this year's uh, Expo Pavilions. And it's all been done in the past two years, believe it or not. Even amidst the pandemic. (laughs) 2019, 2020, and even 2021, we've seen a lot of achievements coming from the UAE in the space sector. Yes, indeed. So we're going to take you through a quick journey uh, to what the expo is going to look like. You're going to first find the SpaceX rocket model and the US Pavilion will actually have this uh, rocket model because it's showcasing one of its biggest achievements in the year 2019 and 2020 which is the Falcon 9 booster. So the US Space Agency NASA was actually launching astronauts from from Florida again by using the SpaceX rockets so we're going to be seeing a mock-up of those in the Pavilion of the United States. But we're also going to be seeing 
moon rock samples mm-hmm. that are that have been brought back by Apollo missions. So these are the real deal. You're not looking at mock-ups. This is going to be the actual moon rock samples. And NASA is actually the only space agency that has landed astronauts on the moon, and it aims to return humans to the surface within this decade. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm, I'm just going to say. That NASA's the only one yet. I'm sure the UAE has plans to go to the moon as well. Of course, 100%. Again, we've been looking at uh, the moon as kind of like a um, a transit point. Yeah. Right? You know, before we go into the moon, we'll go, we'll chill by the, by the <laughs> before we go to Mars, we'll chill by the moon. We've seen the Russia drover as yes. well that's planning to go to the moon. We'll drink some coffee and continue <laughs> our way there or even play some chess. And we're talking about a chess set that was carried into space on the Soyuz 3 and Soyuz 4 spacecraft. That was all the way back in 1968 and 1969. And it will also be shown on the expo. Now, visitors there will also see the unique design of the board, including the pegs and grooves that helped kept the pieces still in zero gravity. I mean, how can you play chess in <laughs> zero gravity? There is no gravity. And the prize of them all, the thing that I am most excited about, right, mm-hmm. is the Mars Corridor, which is to celebrate the Emirati achievements in space. And the Mars Corridor is the mobility pavilion and will actually explain the journey of the whole probe to the red planet. Now, a quick recap. Hope did reach Mars in February and is orbiting the planet until now, gathering scientific data on the upper and lower atmosphere. And speaking of data, visitors will actually be able to see all the data that different researchers have been able to enjoy and they have received it all from the spacecraft. We're also going to be seeing different displays in the corridor that would allow every space enthusiast and every student to go ahead and develop their very own spaceship plans. We are also going to be seeing a replica of the Mars rover. Mm. So the U.S. Pavilion will also be showcasing a replica of one of its own rovers that have been launched to space and to the Red Planet very recently. It's not yet known which one will we be seeing, but NASA did land its most advanced and expensive Mars mission Perseverance on the surface of the planet this year. And we're going to be seeing it mm. basically like a mock-up of it at the pavilion. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of things happening and going on at Expo 22 to Dubai when it does come to the space sector. I'm really excited. Future Talk is excited. And let us know your guys' thoughts for 215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Are you as excited as us? And what are you looking forward to the most? For me, obviously, it will be um, the the corridor, the Mars corridor. Mm. But also, ladies and gentlemen. The visits? The visits. Yes. We will be seeing visits <laughs> from astronauts. And Emirati astronauts. That is what I'm most excited about. Especially getting to know more about the two new Emirati astronauts that are going to be joining the second national astronaut uh-huh. program right here in the UAE. And also, see, I I, I wanted to end the yeah, segment. Yeah, but like there's so much. But there's so <laughs> So much information. I was like, maybe they, but then I I look, I'm like, no, I can't just skip it. There's going to be a space show at Al Wasl Dome, which is in Dubai, and Mm -hmm. it is the world's largest 360 degree project screen at the expo site, Al Wasl Dome, and will actually feature a space themed show. Now, it's actually not clear what will it include, but a sneak peek this year did show that rockets, Emirati astronauts, and even satellites and other spacecrafts will be there. Well, I mean, If that doesn't get you excited for Expo 2020, I don't know what will. Coming up on today's show, the excitement still continues as we talk about finding out different types of cancer without needing tough biopsies, time-consuming tests. Just a blood test. Quick and simple. Very simple blood test. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95.
this out. Take this out. Innovation in the healthcare industry only keeps coming. And every single day we talk about a new innovation, a new form of tech that is making life a lot easier for many patients. Now, cancer is sadly one of the, it's one of the hardest diagnoses a person could receive. In the past, it used to feel like a death sentence. Nowadays, luckily due to advancements in medicine, we have seen the light at the end of the tunnel. But Mm -hmm. There's a new blood test that could potentially make diagnosing cancer A be a lot more accurate, but B become a lot faster, especially when you're when you're in that position where you're scared, you don't know whether you have it or not. One blood test can find out 50 different types of cancer, and it's accurate enough to even be rolled out, hopefully globally soon. Yes, now the test, which is also being piloted by the NHS in England in autumn, is actually aimed at people at higher risk of the disease, including patients who are aged 50 and older. Now, it's actually able to identify many types of the disease that are difficult to diagnose in the early stages, such as head and neck cancer, ovarian cancer, pancreatic, ocelfigal, and some blood cancers. Now, scientists have said their findings, which was published in the Journal of Annals of Oncology, have did show Mm -hmm. that the test does accurately detect cancer often before any signs or symptoms appear while having a very low false positive rate. Now, this is a great advancement when it comes to uh, tech because whenever we're talking about diagnosing cancer, a lot of people can basically live very terrifying hours when they're especially when doctors are confused whether it's a malignant tuning tumor or benign doing biopsies doing different tests to try and diagnose them and we always know that catching cancer in its early stages is basically a winning card because you have a much higher chance at recovering from it now this test was actually developed by a us-based company known as grail and they were looking at chemical changes in our genetic code so our dna is made out of code or genetic code and certain proteins can actually be or chemicals can actually be released into the bloodstream if there is a cancerous tumor so this is exactly what this blood test measures it Mm -hmm. examines the dna and it looks at what is circulating in the blood if there are any chemicals that these tumors are releasing into the blood they will be caught immediately in this blood test it has impressively high levels of accuracy and scientists have actually tested its performance on about 2823 people and those people had the cancerous disease and then he, they tested it on 1,254 people who did not have cancer. And this blood test was actually able to identify when cancer was present in about 51% of those cases across all stages of the disease. It only had wrong results in about 0.5% mm-hmm. of the cases, which is a remarkably low percentage when you think about a new blood test that's only being trialed very recently. Yes, now in solid tumors that actually don't have any screaming options, such as esophageal, uh, esophageal, liver, and pancreatic cancers, the ability to actually generate a false, a positive test was twice as higher as 65.6% as that for solid tumors that do not have screening options, such as breast, bowel, cervical, and prostate cancers. Now, the overall ability to generate a positive test result in cancers such as blood and lymphoma and myeloma was 55.1%. Now, the test correctly does also identify the tissue in which the cancer was located at in the body in 88.7% of cases. Now, they do say that false positives are low, which is important as this will avoid misdiagnosis and actually 
For some of the most common tumor types such as bowl or even lung cancer, the test even picked up cancers that were actually very small at a stage where many of them could actually potentially be cured. So we're looking at breakthrough technology yet again in the medical sector. Absolutely. And the data from this blood test actually shows that if they use it alongside existing uh, screening tests, they could potentially have an impact on how cancer is detected, but also on how it's treated and how mm. fast people can get rid of those cancers. Because a lot of the times, the reason why certain cancers uh, go through metastasitis and then you can't really uh, cure them because it's just it's spread everywhere is because when they were small cancerous cells, Scientists yes. and doctors were not able to detect them because there aren't any bl certain tests or screenings that could be done for those specific types of cancer. We're also looking at a study that has been done on those patients whose cancer has already been diagnosed. So they've tested it on people who didn't have cancer and on people who did have cancer. Mm -hmm. And in both ways, it was highly, highly accurate. So this is going to be a very encouraging blood test. And... I'm hoping to see it rolled out around the world when mm -hmm. it's safe enough because, again, false positives can be a very big scare for patients. Um, so I'm hoping that it's going to be rolled out pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope so as well. Again, uh, it's always great to see that one of the most, um, I can say, diseases in the world, cancer, uh, it is, again, it is a very harsh, harsh, harsh thing to hear that, hey, you have cancer, and I hope no one ever gets yeah. it. And uh, you know the Arabic saying, "Allah ibn al-Nashar," God, uh, you know, push protect all us. this, protect us, push all the bad things away from us. And we do need to again uh, get tested uh, and and check. You know, there's there for breast cancer. There's there's certain procedures for prostate. For there's 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 things to do to kind of uh, annual checkups that a lot of people actually do. Mm -hmm. And when you reach a certain age where you are kind of more vulnerable to cancer, you should go and get that checked out. But hopefully soon, we'll see how maybe a blood test could make all of, all of that easier. Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about Instagram. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse95. Instagram is finally testing a desktop posting feature, which was actually a major missing feature from the desktop web version. Now, obviously, Instagram is made for people who use it on their phones, on their la on their on their iPads, but mm -hmm. not really for people who use it on the desktop. Now, when your job is all about social media or being a social media executive, you will want to use Instagram on your desktop a lot more. It's just easier when you're editing on Photoshop, Adobe sure. Illustrator, whatever platform it is, and then uploading automatically from there to your um, to your to your desktop, to your, to your Instagram. It is much easier, but they never actually had that option. But Instagram again is testing that ability to create posts using the web browser on a desktop computer and that feature was actually spotted by a social media consultant who did capture some screenshots demonstrating that functionality. Yes, indeed. Now, Facebook does acknowledge that a lot of people want to be able to access Instagram from their computers, especially if you're someone with a small business, if you're a social media specialist or executive, and all of your world revolves around Instagram posts, timing them up typing typing mm -hmm. captions out posting them on time you want to be able to do that from your computer so they've decided to allow us to basically create a feed post on instagram with our desktop browser now 
As you've mentioned, Tanya, a social media consultant actually was able to spot this feature even before it was launched to everyone else. But she shared screenshots that showcase how you're even able to select what aspect ratios do you want? So how big do you want the post mm-hmm. to look like? She was able to apply built-in features and use basic editing parameters within the browser. Now, this feature is not appear- appearing for everyone just yet. However, it is highlighted in the top right of the screen with a message that does say that you can now go ahead, create and share posts directly from your computer, which mm-hmm. does show that Instagram is serious about having a broad rollout for this feature for everyone who uses Instagram on their desktops. Yes, now uh, with that screenshots, we're looking at how um, you can select aspect ratios, apply built-in filters, and even use basic editing parameters within that browser. And just like Omnia said, it's not appearing for everyone, but I'm really excited to see how it will cater to, again, you do know that, let's say for example, you wanna upload a picture on Instagram right now. Yeah. It's gonna tell you, you have to use within this aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. You can't go above it, you can't go lower it, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering how that will work with desktop, uh, desktop Instagram. But again, Instagram has been historically slow to implement features on its web app. Now before you couldn't even direct message or view stories. And now you can on the desktop and direct messaging only became available just last year, for example. But social media professionals who do use Instagram as part of their daily workflow have had to actually resort to to third-party tools to create desktop posts showing that some use cases don't necessarily benefit from the mobile-only approach. Now, actually, I've seen a lot of social media uh, executives use, for example, third-party websites and actually pay for those websites to post or schedule a timing when an Instagram post should be uploaded. And it's been very inconvenient for those yes. people because, I mean, this is this is their day-to-day job. They don't, they shouldn't be needing to pay subscription services for third-party applications mm-hmm. if Instagram itself can go ahead and implement this feature. Now we do know that Apple's latest iMac came with a completely new design mm-hmm. and the M1 processor chip, which does mean that a lot of people are actually looking to implement all the different new skills that they are getting on their new iMacs with their Instagram platforms. Let us know. Are are you an Instagram desktop version or an Instagram phone version type of person? I know like a lot of people, they either use WhatsApp on their mobile only or they use a mixture of both. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't use WhatsApp in general. Yeah. But uh, with Instagram, I would have, for me, I don't need any any Instagram Instagram on my desktop. I don't, mm. I don't use it. Yeah. Right? But if I needed Instagram on my desktop, I would want those features to be available. Exactly. Let us know where do you where do you lie on between on those two lines? Mm. Are you just the person who uses the apps on the phone the way they are, or do you also prefer having them on your desktop as well? Our text lines are open for two one five door to salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse ninety five radio. Coming up, if you're a big movies van movies fan and you you're just tired of having to pay every single time for your movie ticket, we have a new gadget that you can ma- pay like a thousand dollars and have movies forever. Exactly, it's a lifetime investment. We're bringing the movies all the way to you with a simple gadget. What could this gadget be you gotta stay tuned to find out about it you're listening to pulse 95 gadget of the day new tech you might want to play with pulse 95 new yeah okay (laughs) we're both excited about these glasses right i mean if you're a big movies fan 
These glasses are going to be your absolute favorite. The price may not be an absolute favorite to me or anyone else, but I mean, if you calculate how much do you spend on movie tickets, especially if we're talking like people like Aisha Nazmi and Mikhail Altia, yeah. I'm sure they spend a lot of money paying watching f- movies. Yeah, to be able to yes. review them on future talk. Oh, future talk, <laughs> an afternoon karak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, we're talking about TS- TCL's new smart glasses that are portable movie screens. Now, there's actually a refreshing take on smart glasses where everyone is actually hyper focused on augmented reality we're looking at how one day we might just have these movie glasses yes indeed now these wearable display glasses they're not about giving context to the world around you they're gonna help you stay immersed in your own little world while you're out on Mm -hmm. the go now i love the concept of those glasses because you're looking at glasses that will become the future movie theater Gone are the days where people have to go to movie theaters. We've seen them advance. We've seen. But I, I don't want that. You don't want that. I don't want that. There is a certain feeling when you True. go into a movie theater. Especially you know, with friends. It's cold. <laughs> you walk in. You know, I don't remember the last time I was early to a movie. Yeah. I was always like 15 minutes late. So you don't. So I'm the same the way. Because the lines are watch. so long and people are like yeah. eating. Uh, we want to eat. The popcorn section, honey. And like the smell. With <laughs> us. Our group of friends were like 14 guys. Oh God! You so take a 14 half of the movie guys, <laughs> we we're waiting for food. So it's always a problem going to the movie theater. But that experience, I don't want to be eliminated by technology. I agree with you, especially because it's it's you're not paying just to watch the movie because you could do that in mm-hmm. your home. You could do that by you know by paying for Netflix, Hulu, yes. whatever you want to call it. But it's the overall experience of going into the movies. You know, having the whole theme of it. Dimmed lights, hot, loudspeakers. Yeah. I mean, Omni, you know, you explaining or describing the, the experience, it reminds me of something from, I don't know if you've watched the movie, Robocop. No. <laughs> it's a very classic 1980 movie with Sylvester Stallone, right? Yeah. And now, if you told me, honey, remember this movie, I wouldn't remember it. But because the way you described it, 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 it imprinted something in my brain, yeah. which was Robocop. Anyways, long story short is that when they would get together, it's mm. it's actually, um, it's it's the theme is the 2000s. Okay. Right? So right now. Yeah. So they would get together and they'd be friends and they're like, hey, you want to watch a movie? Yeah. yeah. And they'd put on like a VR headset, <laughs> right? And they would let's exp- watch a movie together. Yeah, let's watch a movie together, and that would be in their own homes. So that was Royal Cops in the 1980. I, be- I believe it's a 1980, if not 1970 movie. Mm. So again, people kind of foreshadowed it back in the day. True. And now it's coming to life. And I do believe those foreshadowings. I know in- inventors kind of look at old movies and say, "Hey, let's implement that." True. I agree with you because a lot of the things that were hinted in like yes. different shows, whether it was cartoon shows like The Simpsons or Black Mirror, we've seen them come to reality when it comes to different innovations. Now, let's give you a little bit more detail on what these amazing glasses have to offer. So, first off, they combine your two 1080p Sony Micro OLED displays that can basically give you a huge screen into those small glasses. Mm -hmm. These glasses also have stereo speakers and they have a very nice touch for those who have bad eyesight because they also come with lens adapters. So, 
if you have any eyesight issues you're also going to be taken into consideration when it comes to those glasses uh, this brand that is producing those glasses has also previewed a multi-screen collaboration feature which actually lets you share screens across different devices uh, we i'm, I'm going to be interested to see how that works out so does that mean i could see what let's say hani is watching or mm -hmm. my friends are watching into my own glasses I mean, again, I think that would be kind of like kind of like a share share yeah, screen. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I'm trying to make mm. sense out of it. It would be like kind of a share screen. I want to go back to that movie, right? Yeah. So I did my research. It yeah. wasn't RoboCop. It was Demolition Man. <laughs> it was in 1993, mm -hmm. and the the theme was 2032. Oh. So a good 12 years from now. Okay. 2032. That was the theme. Sylvester Stallone. It was a box a box office hit. But now we might be seeing that maybe not in 2032, maybe right now. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, we can see that you can share screens. It's a, basically a plug and play. All you do need is a USB-C display out port from whatever device you would usually watch content on. So if you're watching it on your laptop, you would connect the glasses. Boom, bang, boom. It's amazing, honestly, mm -hmm. especially for people who just want to block out the outside world. Yes. You want to take a break, you put on those smart glasses, and you're in your own world. Yes. Let us know what you think of these glasses, and would you get a pair for yourself? I, I'm actually excited uh, <laughs> right now to finish work and go home and watch Loki. <laughs> I don't, I've, I've, uh, so yesterday, I'm yeah. be quick, yesterday I was pretty bored, you okay. know. I uh, couldn't go to the gym. My arm was hurting me again. Mm. I was annoyed. And then I open up and I say, hey, there's this Loki series that everyone was talking about. And I watched the first episode and I was like, wow. Fell in love. I like it. Now, unfortunately, there's only mm. three episodes. So I'm going oh, to be those type of people that are waiting for the next episode. <laughs> I hate that so yeah. much. But let us know. Are you watching any movies? And would you like your very own pair of smart glasses that bring the movie theater to you? Future Talk is coming to an end. But we hope you enjoyed this hour of tech news with us as much as we did. Catch us again tomorrow. Same time, mm -hmm. same place from 2 to 3 p.m. Only here on Pulse 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.